LAS. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. the deep, dark depths, in a podcast studio located in the heart of Cedar Rapids, there were two nerds sitting in a room, sweating profusely, talking about video games. And they were... Me, Craig Johnson. And me, Jackson Parker. And we are so excited to welcome you to our brand new video game podcast, Gaming Through the Generations. Locally produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, every other Thursday, we'll take one game and deep dive into the past, present, and future of that IP. We'll also play fun mini-games on the show and fight to the death for our very lives! What now? And fight to the death for our very lives! Like, fight like the, the death, 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 death? Like a, like a real... Like a very real... That was actually, that was Logan's one stipulation. It had to be real, visceral, physical death. Huh. Gaming through the generations! New episodes every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. To support our show and creators just like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. Is that it? That's it. I'm getting a nod. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Should we go play Smash? I want to go play Smash. Yeah, 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 let's go play Smash. Let's go play Smash. <laughs> Hey everyone. Oh, I still have my mask on. Oh no. Stay <laughs> and safe, it's all right. We're so excited to share this last leg of our journey with you in the first season of Myths of Myria. If you want to keep up with all things Myria, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Myths of Myria. How are you going to know if there's a season two if you don't follow us? Hmm. You got to make sure you do. Yeah. We put out social media posts and stuff. And stuff. And stuff. And more stuff. <laughs> if you enjoy the show, consider sharing it with your friends. Or if you have time, reviewing us on Apple Podcasts is a great way to show you support. If you want to show us even more support, though, head on over to LASPodcastNetwork.com and sign up for LAS Plus, which comes with a whole mess of bonus content, bunnies, ad-free episodes, bunnies, and more bunnies. <laughs> and <laughs> Hop to it. Thank you so ah, much for staying with us <laughs> through this entire season. Wow, I can't believe we are here. This is the last one. Why does it have Gosh. to end? I don't want I know, it to end. I'm, like, I'm getting nervous going into it. But thank you so much. And without further ado... Welcome to Miria. Rest came after yesterday easier than it ever has in Ebonvale. After a celebration of life and friendship, your sleep comes and goes dreamless and deep. After all this time, travel, and turmoil, you have all earned a deep rest. From a meeting in a mausoleum to fighting in a coliseum, from learning what it means to be a part of a team willingly to understanding what it means to choose a family rather than be told you are part of one. You have all fought 
and earned what have you what you have gotten this morning shadow across the dark of night you notice small crystals of ice floating down from the sky it starts to snow you know your compatriots in their beds will want some warmth as they wake so you start a fire in the fireplace to radiate heat throughout the house the rest of you wake up to that same dull snowfall the world is quieted by the white expanse that covers the Vero quarter. The morning is slow. Hot chocolate and coffee bring you to normality. A glance outside reveals the dusting of snow has grown to a comforting, pristine blanket outside your windows. The morning sun is amplified by it and shines brightly outside. The towering steeple of the church stretches high beyond the skyline in the not-so-far distance. I think Val is just staring at the window, extremely confused by the snow, right? This isn't a normal thing for Ebonville. No, but it has been getting colder in the Vero Quarter. Yeah, for sure. Wait, we live by a mountain, and it's not supposed to snow? Not... We literally live on the bottom part of a mountain. Yeah. Why wouldn't it snow? It doesn't normally snow. I guess. Also, this is me saying it out of character. Her is looking outside wide-eyed and she's putting her hands up against the glass and it's cold and she's like, what is happening? What is this? It's snow. It's uh, frozen precipitation in the clouds and it comes down. You've experienced rain before, correct? I want to jump in it. I... Do it. Can. Go. Yes! Go quick. And she runs outside and like whips the door open and just goes... And Val immediately closes the door and locks it. (laughs) You run outside. Immediately as you plop into the snow, you look up your face covered in this extremely cold substance. And you see Orion trudging through the snow looking down at you. He just says, oh, so you've already started having your fun. Why is it cold? Um, that's what snow does. <laughs> oh! Yeah, and she okay, all runs right. Up to and the he, door. he runs up to you and he, he kind of lifts you up from oh. being in the snow. He goes over to the door and he kind of pushes it and he says, Oh, it's it's locked. What? You hear on the other side, Oh, yeah, it's definitely locked. I kick the door. <laughs> it's still locked. Val Ross. What's the password? Shampoo. <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> she opens the door. You both step in. You, Orion stomps off his boots to try and get all the snow off. And you, looking at him, kind of stomp your feet in the same way. But you kind of just become this, like, kludgy no. mass of a person. No, I, I walk over to the fireplace and sit down in my soggy clothes. <laughs> okay. Oh, Can, God. Val would like to make an insight check on Orion. Sure. Go ahead. In particular, the snow boots. He's been wearing snow boots for a while, right? Uh, Yeah. I mean, his boots are... Oh, God. Uh, 13 plus 6, 19. 19. Oh, wait, Um, I'm sorry. It's insight. 13 plus 5. 5, so... 18. I've described them as snow boots to you up until now. Um, However, it's more so like... um, They're just like thicker lines. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's more so like they're warm because the Vero Quarter is cold and he is a... He is... You know, Got he's a, a, a winter Aladrin, so he's cold, oh, right? Oh, yeah, and okay. so, okay. like, he's constantly wearing warmer clothes. Got it, got it, right? got it. That was my confusion. So, okay, yeah. Um, you know, he, he steps in, he kind of stomps around, uh, and he looks towards everybody, and he says, All right, everyone, are you ready for today? Um, Val's got initiation, and you two still have rewards to pick up from the Vero. What? Oh. Yeah, from helping us get the final deeds. Do I not get the rewards oh. from the Vero? I thought we just got the house. No, yes, you have more rewards than the house. 
Oh. And yeah, you. I mean, you get some too, Val. D yes. Hello. Yes. Okay. At least I've been told you to. Dope. What? Why? 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 What? We're not even a part of the Vero. Why would I get a reward if I accept this reward? Am I a part of the Vero? No, you're an ally, and you've done work for the Vero, and they appreciate that, and they want to make sure that they keep good relations with people. That's what I've been told, at least. Who is given the rewards? Um, I think Nefreya gives out the rewards. Who decided we were getting rewards? Um, Nefreya told me you were getting rewards. I'm not really sure on the deciding. Why does she care about us? Who, wait, who's, who's Nefreya? I'm... Nefreya's the person that kind of, you know, like, um, tells everyone where to go and what jobs to do and whatnot. Why does she care about us? I don't know. Because we I'm help out? To get, I'm excited that you get to get gold. That's all I'm really worried about. She's like sitting by the fire holding her hands out and she just looks perturbed. Money makes the world go round. How did the rest of last night go? Um, I think it, I, I had a great time. Um, it, I think I haven't been that happy in a long time. Fantastic. Your performance was masterful. Your performance was masterful. I know you only had three lines, but still. You know, either way, I think you portrayed a dragon with your flapping arms better than anyone I've literally ever seen try. Yeah. I read about it. I read <laughs> yes. about it in a book, and it said that they. You had read about your flapping arms. No, they said they in had great big wings, and they breathed fire, and they collected a lot of gold. <laughs> so it sounded like evil to me, and I was like, shoot, dang. Well, That's a bad guy. I am mm. excited um, that I get to... I'm excited that I got to be in it. You were a great princess. You were a great big dragon. Yeah. And Mo Mooglin was a great leader of the heroes. Great. Right. He, he was great for what he could do in a day. That's fair. <laughs> That's I can fair. see her being a dragon. This whole time, Val is just like slowly inching towards the door. Kinda yeah. like... He got the greed in his oh, eyes. Oh yeah. Oh he's yeah. Like, you mean the green? <laughs> he got the green. Yeah. He's he's like, who money, money, money. Um. Anyway, shall we uh go get my? I mean, our money. I think we should say goodbye to Celine first. Oh, we already did. We're we... back at the house. Oh no. Yeah. You've gone. This, sorry. My description of all of this oh. is you have traveled back to your house. And got it. Sleep. Yes. And okay. Then you went to sleep. My apologies. Sorry. I didn't give that off. No, we're good. Yes. Okay. But yeah. good clarification. But yeah. Do we not I, get breakfast? I mean, it's. Is there breakfast there? You know, it's. it's uh, we can get breakfast later if you'd like. We'd, let's do this first and then we can get breakfast after, okay? Okay. All right. I need better shoes for this. We'll oh, have a lot of money. We can I get good boots. breakfast. Yes, we can get good breakfast. You can get new shoes. I have boots. You don't Wait, you said those. you just said you wanted new shoes. I said I should get new shoes, and then I remembered I have boots, and these boots are good for stomping on the snow. All right. Well, They're made for walking. And that's just what they'll do. <laughs> One day these boots are going to walk all over you. They already do. Hold on. <laughs> Copyright. Hold on. Tim, 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 Tim. Tim, 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 Tim. You all step out, and as you start moving through this snow, your breath clouds in front of your face with each exhale. Fresh white flakes dust the ground around your feet, and a few crystals that touch your skin melt against it. Gently piling up a blanket of winter's gift obscures the cobblestones and reflects the few lights in this empty district. Traversing the city of Ebonvale's th central thoroughfare, you trudge through the icy powder of fresh snow as it crunches pleasantly beneath your feet. The extravagantly carved stone buttress of the cathedral draws closer. The stained glass windows and twin oaken doors almost beckon you inside. You push into the foyer. Small puddles of water form around your feet upon entering into the warmth, and you see Nefreya sitting at her desk, finishing up some paperwork and handing it off to a scribe that takes it further into the church. 
two of her guards flanking either side of the desk. She stands up as you enter, clapping her hands as you do, and she says, Welcome, the victors of the realm and allies to the Vero. It is very good to see you. Orion proceeds to the center of the room, arms out and presentative, making the three of you the center of attention. Her is hiding behind Shadow's arm and just holding onto it with both hands. Yeah. Hello, not boss lady. Val says. Orion says, may I proudly present the three compatriots that have made this city all the more safer and allowed us to achieve our long-standing goals. Surely these people are the pinnacle of an example of allies to the Vero. And Nefreya looks down at all of you with this uh, very uh, gleeful smile. Val is blowing Val is blowing kisses at imaginary people and like bowing. The guards on the sides are like resting their hands <laughs> their, resting their heads in their hands. Her is absolutely like shrinking trying not to be seen behind yeah. shadows. I'd just be like, staring Ooh. up at her. Yes. Nefreya uh, responds back Indeed, all they have done for Argos and for the safety of the city uh, more than any other uh, the, any others up to this point shows them that they are allies. I will, however, request that we wait until a few special guests arrive. <gasps> Is it oh. the boss? Orion looks at her with a quizzical expression, obviously kind of confused at the mention of this new guest. Uh, he looks at you with a shrug, conveying that his intent conveying his intent that he didn't know that there would be more people coming. Uh, she just looks down at you and she says. Perhaps. <gasps> Val gets very excited. It's like, finally, fuck. <laughs> and he kind of leans against a, a table or something. Very nice. I just put my forehead against Shadow's arm and I'm just like, I. this is really weird. Being the center of attention is interesting. It was more fun when I was pretending to be someone else. <laughs> a loud knock can be heard from beyond the church's door. Nefreya motions for one of her guards to go open them, but just before he can reach for the handle, the doors slam open with purpose as Field Marshal Vintner's polished arms recede back into a parade position's rest. Draped over his shoulders is a royal blue winter coat with thick fur trim. On his left shoulder, hung with golden chain, is a gleaming white metal mask with highlights of pale blue, surrounded with a mane of spined crests. He's an age human with long, slicked-back white hair and strikingly blue eyes. He wears an almost luminescent blue coat, that same one that I just described, and in the center of his chest lays a large blue gem which fastens into his brass and copper armor. He carries a holster on his left hip where he holds some sort of firearm with an intricately woven black leather grip. For the most part, he appears human. Obviously, the limbs that he has, the copper ones the mechanical ones, are there to replace limbs that have long since failed him. A perpetual scowl mars his face. You may all roll me arcana checks. Okay. Ooh, that's pretty good. 15 plus 3, 18. Okay. 15. 15? Yep. 13. Val, you looking over at Vintner, you drop your arms and your eyes pinpoint on this mask that hangs off of his right shoulder, that white one. Mm -hmm. Once again, it is a white metal mask with highlights of pale blue surrounded with a mane of spined crests. 
you know that this is definitively a highly magical item. It re- radiates legendary magical power. Hmm. I to, want it. To Vintner's <laughs> left stands a black and red-robed high elf mage, well-aged, a soft cover book strapped over his shoulder. You see a variety of ribbons and ornate metal de- decorations hanging from his chest, while you, Shadow, recognize an officer's insignia on his right shoulder and a variety of campaign commendations described by those dangling trinkets. As this mage removes his hood, a single stylized eye, closed, has been tattooed on his forehead with graying red hair hanging long from his head. Hmm. To his right hovers a pristine black leather tome the size of a briefcase, the cover embossed with the face of a human man resting in a bored expression. Sticking out from between the pages is a strikingly red feather of a large bird, edges trim and quill gleaming with sharpness. As the book floats, arcane runes emanate from its pages like a shimmering mirage. Uh, you may all roll me nature or survival, your check. Your choice. Your check. Ooh. It is my check. 19 plus nature or uh, plus three. Uh, 22. Okay. Uh, 16 Very for nice. survival. Yeah, nice. Good. Another 13. Okay. Shadow and Val, you both see that this feather is that of a rock, which is one of the most intensely powerful natural birds in all of Myria. Oof. It is a gargantuan being, like 40-foot wingspan. Jeez. Gigantic. It's huge. Uh, it's, like, absolutely massive. And to be able to have the feather of a rock, one must have had an incredible bout of combat with it to be able to obtain it. Mm-hmm. Um, Val, you specifically watch as the face on this book starts to look around at everybody. It is very obviously floating in space. The face on the front of the book is looking around and observing the whole room, taking in information. Its expression is changing with everything it is taking in. Oh, no. Vintner and his accompaniment quickly stride inside, the tome hovering just beside him. His heavy footsteps echo confidently throughout the cathedral as he approaches. His movement perfectly mirrored by the military marching of the mage. He stands next to Nefreya in front of her desk and addresses you, Shadow, directly. Lieutenant, identify these two. Determine if they are or are not Evian now. What? If I'm a what now? Who? Are these the guests? Is this one your boss? She looks down at you, Nefreya does, and she says, Guests, yes. Boss, no. Shit! Is this the guy? I'd, uh, reach into my pack, and I'd procure the testing device. Yep. As you pull it out, um, you all see that it has a kind of a handle on the straight, but then it has a curve, about a semicircle attached to it on both ends. The handle is wrapped in red leather, and the semicircle is wrapped in copper wire. There are arms that seem to swivel out of each side of the handle, and each of them has a gemstone attached to them, one on the left being red and the other being blue. Can I, um, can I cast a spell? What do you cast? Detect thoughts on Nefreya. You may. I don't roll anything. I just get the surface level thoughts. Is it, uh, does it have verbal or somatic components? Um, it has every single one. Verbal somatic material? Yeah. So you have to get out your orb, you have to say a chant, and you have to move your hands in order to utilize this. Oh, for, 
Is that what you want to do? No. Okay. <laughs> no. no. Okay. I, well, I wish I could be really suave like that. Right. <laughs> but no. Yeah. Sorry. Um, can I secretly <laughs> get my orb? You can get your orb out, but people will definitely see that you have yeah. an orb. Val pulls out his deck okay. and okay. begins flipping a card. Okay. okay. Nonchalantly. It's fine. I'm still holding onto Shadow's arm with both hands. Shadow has to... I said Sorry. what I said. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... I like look down at her and then I look at this device and uh, I'm going to use this on uh, on him first. Yeah, sure. And uh, I begin to... Wait, 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 what's it do? What's it do? It just... It allows people to detect whether or not you have a certain magical essence about you. It's not going to hurt. Varos sticks Val his arm holds out. Holds his arm out, like confused, like. What do you? Yeah. Uh, not necessarily. Hold on, and then I begin to, to like attune it. I think or what? Yeah. So all you have to do is aim it at Val. Yeah. And then as you do so, it you just have the... to hold it focused. And as it as you do so, the um, the red arm raises. Yep. And then lowers. And as you hover it over towards Val. That's all it does. And then I'd look up at Vintner. And he says to you, proceed. Are we good? Satisfied? Not yet. And then I'd turn to her. Remember, this isn't going to hurt. And then I would... I don't like this at all. Direct it towards her. Mm. You aim it at her. And the red immediately flies up after about 10 seconds or so of tense waiting the blue flies up as well and a lance of purple energy (laughs) connects the two of them designating that she is definitively an Avian is that a good thing? it is what you are which is magically gifted you if we had to put label on what you are. I'm a mechanical being, a mm-hmm. warforged. Val is tiefling, and you are effectively a Vian. I thought I was an elf. You are, of sorts. Then... And I would... Do I close this thing? You just kind of have it there as you pull it away from her. Mm-hmm. The two arms rest down again. Vintner grump, grunts like affirmatively in uh, identification. Um, and he looks over towards Nefreya and he says, I need the girl, not this one. And he points towards Val and he says, as a courtesy to our new partnership, I will not kill the last remaining Visago in this, vis- in this city. <laughs> Val laughs. Um, I uh, toss the device onto the table. Sorry, is he referring to me? Or you're not taking anyone. I literally just got done being kidnapped. (laughs) Not again. Yeah, no, you're not taking anybody. I don't... I look at Nefreya, confused. Shadow, you find yourself attempting to move forward? In protest? You can't seem to move yourself. I back up. You find yourself attempting... To move your legs, 
but your legs and arms won't activate, and your mind starts panicking as you learn that you are no longer in control. You feel a second presence that is currently in control inside your body. Vintner looks directly into your eyes, Shadow, almost piercing through them. You will remand your control of this construct back to the Nachtwanderer command. Oracle will pilot you back. Your wavering loyalty leaves us with much to discuss. Vintner signals to the mage on his left with a swift nod, and before you can react, her... The tattoo on his forehead swiftly opens, bloodshot veins lining its edges. He whispers the sing-song words of a spell, and he looks at you with both eyes half-lidded, rubbing sand between the fingers of one hand. A deep slumber befalls you. Can I be asleep if I'm an elf? I'm telling you what's happening. Bruh! (laughs) No! (laughs) I don't want to go to bed. The last thing you see before darkness overtakes your vision is a horrified Orion and Val staring down at your crumpling form. Orion speaks up, aiming at Nefreya. Nefreya, what the hell is going on? I was never notified of this. These people are my friends. They're our allies. You know that. Yeah, I did kind of sacrifice a lot to help you. Nefreya looks down and she says, Some allies are more important than others, Orion. And although I appreciate your ability to empathize, do not overstep your role. You see Orion immediately flip. You watch as he draws a short sword from his belt, looking over at you, Val, addressing and saying, Surely we cannot let this happen. I'm not going to stand around and just let them do this. Absolutely not. I already got a card. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you see Orion just pull out this, this sword, and as he does so, the guards kind of stand up and move over to Nefreya, pulling her back. Vintner immediately pulls out a gun from his left hip as this firearm that he has been having here just immediately starts to, like, charge up with energy. Um, can I... Am I able to speak at all? Or am I just, like... You sit there, and you try and speak, and and you hear it inside of you, and you hear this voice just say, Quiet. Can I throw it's my okay. card that I've been holding? Yeah. I want to try to catch hold first on Vintner. Yeah, you can definitely try to. So I just a card just goes flying through the air and then just sticks to his chest. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, is it is it a um it is a it, what type of saving throw? Is uh it? it is a save for Vintner. He needs to make me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Vintner making a wisdom saving throw is going to make a Ooh, yeah, let's see here. Do you have a character sheet for him? I do. He's oh. right here. Oh, no. It is a 19 save on hold person. What if I turn that into a four? If you turn it into a four? Uh, it's plus six. What's your what's your? Oh, it's uh, plus six? Uh, yeah. uh, um, Surely 15. 15? Yeah, 10. Yes. 10 is good enough. Mm. You watch as he just <clears throat> locks up in the middle of this, this space, his arm outstretched, and he says to you, I don't have to kill you. Well, you're not taking her, so... And with that, uh, you see the mage standing next to her as he turns around and he immediately waves his hand over Vintner and Vintner uh, regains control. That's fucking cheating! (laughs) And uh, you see that Orion grabs the short sword out and he immediately starts charging towards Vintner and he is going to give you an action. Oh, sweet. Uh, I'm going to throw another card. Yeah, do it. Um, Let's throw... Um... I will cast uh, Burning Hands. Can I hit all three? 
Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna try and burning oh, hands, all three of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, level two. Okay. Oh, I because can't. fuck these guys. Am I asleep? You're dead asleep. Oh. They need to make me some dexterity saving throws, baby. All right. He said I'm dead. Oh no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes, perish to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> sleep like the dead. Ow. Got oh, some no. bad dreams, buddy. Oh boy. Yikes. All right. Uh, yeah, they rolled their, their dexterity All saving right. throws. They're taking, if they failed, Ooh. 10, uh, 9. They're taking 19. 19 damage. And I guess Woof. 9 on a failed save. Uh, very nice. Yeah. So, uh, or 9 on a successful. successful. Yeah, sorry. So yes, that's what I meant. The the book, ta- oddly enough, the book takes 9. Yeah! And, <laughs> and the Fuck other you, book both start to just ignite in this fire as they pad it out. Vintner turns towards you and he says, you will stop right now. Uh, I'm going to. Is there cover anywhere? There's like a table. This is, this is on o- Orion's turn. So, oh, oh, yeah, got it. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Thank, um, you, thank, you, thank you. Orion starts running towards uh, Vintner, uh, sword out, and immediately you watch as Orion's necklace glows bright blue and then snaps around his neck, dissipating into a fine white Whoa. mist. His pale blue skin turns a reddish hue, and his white hair turns into a rich auburn as all of the frost falls away from him, and his veins start to claw up his neck, Mm. blood ceasing to circulate around his body. Uh. He clutches his throat and gasps for breath as he lands hard on the floor, his eyes going bloodshot from the lack of oxygen. You turn around and notice Nefreya has her arm outstretched towards him, and another necklace melted in her hand. He lays there, gasping, eyes turned towards you in horror. Uh, I run over, and I... Try to remove the necklace from the, his neck. The necklace explodes oh, okay. on his neck, like it's gone. Like there's like these shards of like ice that have like sheared pieces of skin away from his neck. Um, uh, it is Vintner's turn. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Vintner looks down at you and he just says, "Shame," and he immediately points his firearm towards you. Uh, he is going to make uh, uh three eldritch blasts. Oh fuck! <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Oh, that first one's a natural one. Nice. So that definitely misses. Uh, does a 14 hit your AC? Uh, a 14 just hits my AC. I shield. Okay. Card. Shield up. up. The the second one misses, and he is going to fling this one Eldritch Blast towards you. Um, Vintner's Eldritch Blasts do not mess around. They are a D10 plus a D4 plus five. Holy balls. <laughs> That's like my whole health bar, buddy. Uh, Vintner rolls a total of four, nine damage on the first one. Ow. Uh, and he's going to, uh, yeah, he's going to go ahead and quicken his second Eldritch Blast. Is this where we all die? So he shoots again? He shoots three more Eldritch Blasts at you. Oh. Ah! That's fine. I'm still shielded. I'm Is still shielded. Is this where okay. I've got an 18. Uh, yeah, the, the next one is going to be 21 and 24 for the next two attacks. Well, yep, those break. Okay. So, uh, uh, that is going to be another 9, 14 damage. Uh, I'm down. And he's going to shoot you again with a total of 13 damage. <laughs> you watch, uh, at Shadow, you watch Val's form crumple to the ground. Orion has tears streaking from his face as there are three bolts just firing into Val's form. Val's eyes are fluttering open. Vintner moves over, and one more shot rings out through the entirety of this church, and Val lays lifeless and dead on the ground. What the fuck, Alan? 
am I able to like try and rake myself out of this stasis? You may roll me a charisma check to try and fight against this. Okay. Um, charisma check. Oh, oh. six. Six? Yeah. Yeah. As nah. you try and move, you find yourself lost in space. You you find like like it's almost like you're swimming through a void of black. You can't you can't seem to move your body. Everything is controlled and you feel like you're in a prison. Vintner looks down and he stands over Val's body. He kicks the side of his rib cage and Val just lists ever so slightly. Orion still gasping on the ground for air, barely able to get any into his lungs. Vintner turns to Nefreya and he says, Nefreya, I have no more time for games. Get her here now. I wish to seal the finalities of our agreement with the only one with any real authority here. Shadow, you being the only one that can see this, looks into Nefreya's eyes and see for the first time, fear. She holds high a sword that she pulls from the sheath of a nearby guard as a piercing warble emanates from its blade. She cries out in a loud voice. Everyone, it is my honor to introduce to you the great white dragon, leader and patron of the Vero, Vero Glaciant. A powerful gust of wind rattles the panes of glass in this church. A second passes and they shake again, again and again, the gusts rising in intensity before the ground shakes with immense impact. Flying in from the removed back portion of this cathedral is a white scaled creature, 30 feet long, bright blue eyes piercing the shadows that separate you. As it moves into the light, scales like swords adorn its wings and icicles like a maned crown its proud head. Vintner and this incredible dragon lock identically cold eyes. Vintner nods his head, and Veroglaciant huffs a small blast of frigid air out of her nostrils in agreement. The doors fly open as hundreds of Levitican soldiers parade through the interior of the church. One by one, they each begin doffing their Levitican cloaks and receiving fur-lined blue ones instead. Each of these new cloaks bear the V-shaped insignia of the Vero. Shadow, you feel yourself try to instinctively recoil as you take in this sight, but you control nothing. You feel that foreign presence inside you emanate a sense of accomplishment and fruition. But all you can feel is fear and despair. This dragon, this Vero Glaciant, has changed the course of your life before, and now you wonder if Vintner knew all along. You lock eyes with a creature you begged the fates that you would never see again. As you stare at the visage of the dragon that killed you, you try to scream, but you are a passenger here. Your form, puppeteered by a force beyond your control, begins to walk out of this cathedral, and as it does, your consciousness begins to fall dormant. The last thing that reaches your ears as you lose all control is the deafening roar of Veroglaciant, the ice dragon that you put here.
And that's the end of season one. Valros fucking died? Yeah, Valros is big dead. Wow. What? Oh. That's uh. it? We have to sit on that for two fucking months? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. I'm getting kidnapped again? Yes, yes, you are getting kidnapped again. Oh. I know I said I was okay with it. I just didn't think you'd do it immediately. <sighs> I didn't. I mean, I had that set up before you said you were going to be able to be kidnapped again. Bruh. I have to have something to push everybody into season two. Why the fuck did you kill Valros? I'm going to go home and cry about it now. You don't have to do that. He wasn't going to stand around. I was very curious when and if you were going to make me have to be a passenger. Oh, yeah. I was like, if any time, oh it is now. Yeah. That's a... Uh... Oh, <sighs> the LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. L-A-S.